If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-923-9018. 800-923-9018. 800-923-9018. That's 800-923-9018. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with my co-host, Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter, you can call in at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-LAW-RADIO. We are here every Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific time on the radio, talking about the latest legal topics, talking about fun things, bantering with one another, helping you get excited and entertaining you, but and maybe allowing something to come into your brain that's informative. But most of the time, there's no information here that is reliable or something you can use in life, but we're having a lot of fun doing it. Remember, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234, or email us if you are hearing this not live and hear it at a later date, info at radiolawtalk.com. Again, info at radiolawtalk.com. Last few hours, we're on our third hour here. We do have a three-hour show. If if uh, you're, you're listening to this third hour, you all are a stalwart listener. We thank you very much. We're going to talk about Brittany's new lawyer. What's the latest? There's some interesting tidbit things about Brittany and what she's requesting that we're going to talk about too that are on the side. $200 million settlement, why that's important. We're going to talk about Mississippi's going to the Supreme Court and more trans uh, students' uh, school rulings. That's very interesting. And it's not just one state, multiple states. Remember, seek legal counsel. We're not giving legal advice. Uh, You know, we're just talking about general topics of law. So uh, basically, uh, Cal, we are starting from ground zero at case or no case. Wow. And so for me, it's going to, I start out this one. So I'm ready to win some points. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yes, there is. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Well, we'll see how big the chance is based on this beginning case for case. This round really is kind of a round, isn't it? Case or no case. An active environmentalist by the name of James really looked around to find things to get nitpicky about like this. He claimed that many of the cows that produce Ben and Jerry's ice cream milk are raised on factory-style farms and are not enrolled in the company's Caring Dairy 
program. Now, Fred, are your cows happy? My cows are always happy. See? Uh, James said this is misleading. Consumers cannot make an informed choice, he said. If the label tells them the cows are happy and they're on a factory farm, how can they be happy there? Of course, he didn't say how he asked the cows. But anyway, so James decided to go to his environmental group's lawyer and say, based on this misleading information, is this a case or no case against Ben and Jerry's? Mm. What say you? It's me. It's my turn. So here's the deal. This is commercials from what I recall, the California dairy industry chiding the Wisconsin dairy industry because Wisconsin, the California, (laughs) the California ones show cows (laughs) in a nice, warm, you know, uh, setting, you know, with beautiful pastures and the Wisconsin cows walking through the drift snow (laughs) and everything. That's that is a great marketing tool. And I think it's awesome the way California does that in Wisconsin. I'm not quite sure how they fought back from that, but a happy cow apparently is better milk. I'm not quite sure, but that's what they're, that's, that's the, what they're trying to tell us. So the answer is, Cal, this is a great commercial. This is awesome stuff. It's not a case. It's a scenario, but this is a fun tidbit back and forth between the California uh, Dairy Association and the Wisconsin Dairy Association. All right, Todd, what do you say? Did this environmentalist go after Ben and Jerry's? And if so, did he win? Serious, Cal. Fred stole my answer because I remember the ad campaign about California cows being happy cows. And then they had the Wisconsin cows were all with the, oh, I'm having a good time, don't you know? You know and uh, so I think that this is based upon the ad campaign, which makes it uh, fictitious. This is not a case. Hmm. Denise, what do you think about this case? Or no case. Well, you know, Ben and Jerry's has been in the news because they yep. pulled out of the West Bank, right? Isn't that what did they did? Yes. Because of the, um, the encampments of Israeli encampments. They decided not to sell ice cream and, and a certain section of Israel that yes. is disputed territory. Yes. Yeah. And so they've been really taking a lot of flack for that decision. Um, so I think that – what was the name of the guy that was trying to see if he could sue him? Uh, James Ellers, E-H-L-E-R-S. Um, I think he's probably Jewish at heart, and so I think he would try to find a reason to sue Ben and Jerry's. And I'm going to say that it is a case and he loses. Okay. So I'm going to give you an answer. Oh, do tell. Because <laughs> – please hold down your excitement. Uh, I, 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 I am waiting with bated breath. <laughs> All right. Uh, those of you who say this is a case, that was uh, that was no, Denise. Denise, we said no. Okay. And Fred, you said it is not a case. No. Those of you who say it is not a case, that's Todd and Fred. Uh, so sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. Denise. Yeah. I thought I was going to get my skunk two points there, but I didn't. It was a case and was dismissed by the court in which it was filed. In tossing the suit, the judge determined that the fine print on Ben and Jerry's website makes it clear that not all of the ice cream is sourced from cows enrolled in the Happy Dairy program. What's more, they don't use the label anymore. So by the time it made it up to the court, the judge said they're not even using the label. And so, ladies and gentlemen, that is the latest moves. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) From case... 
Or no case. <laughs> wow. I thought you were going to tell us, like, the, the judge citing the hypocrisy of the attorney who had leather shoes and a leather satchel. <laughs> how happy Shots is that the cow? case. Yeah, how happy yeah. is that cow, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I'm going to call this happy cows make happy ice cream. Okay. There you go. That's a great thing. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, maybe Ben and just put down, because uh, they're doing, don't forget, they're doing searching. So you can put Ben and Jerry's. Um, so anyway, this is great. This we're having a good time. That was a good one, Cal. I like that you. one. That was so. Now Denise is up two to nothing, two zero zero. We're starting off uh, good, and by the time we get to you and you win, um, it's then I'm still, we'll I'm, all be a standoff because yeah. we'll all be owed something. <laughs> owed something, and we're all it's going to be cheaper. So somebody, Brittany, somebody bring a, some Fruit no, Loops and milk, and we'll just call it even. Right? Yeah. Can you guys get endorsements for case or no case? We can't. We should. Why isn't some? I still think Just depends. Wonder. I still think depends should come and, and sponsor <laughs> us because everything we say as lawyers is depends, right? Yes, who's, that would be Procter working, and Gamble. Who's working on that, Denise Todd? I think Denise. Denise. Maybe, maybe Denise. we get a maybe we get a luggage uh, endorsement because it's case or no case. Hmm. Oh. You know that would be interesting. That would be a very good idea. But or we, I have a uh, I have a luggage. You have yeah. luggage. You have I luggage? have. I wow. have. Um, radio law talk luggage. That's, that's true. true. We do. No, we that's that's that, that, that's baggage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's completely different. Uh, well, her shrink told her. <laughs> oh, look, Denise. You know, I'm nowhere. You know, I'm really having struggles. Get, get out of that radio law talk gig, and you'll be fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> With Todd and Fred. Let's talk about Brittany. Go ahead. Let's talk about Brittany. And by the way. Um, Todd, that was yes. – we won't say anything. Let's not say that on the I, air. Hey, hey, look. I, not, that wasn't me. I are we, oh, wait. Are we talking about, as Fred You're put it – You're talking about what I sent to you guys? Yes. Was that you that sent it? Yes. Denise sent us uh, some interesting – don't don't say And it. I believe this is a quote because Fred said we're going to talk about tidbits from the Britney Spears case. Spears case. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what sort of tidbits we're going to talk uh, apparently about. Apparently there are only two. <sighs> Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Hour three get, goes goes south fast, so I'd listen to Hour three. We'll be back right after this. Keep your seatbelt on. <laughs> Stay tuned. As Fred said, there's much more radio lot talk coming up, including the latest on Britney Spears' effort to maintain or win her freedom. That's coming up in just a little bit right here. So you stay there. We'll continue in a bit. Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. This portion of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by Strauss Naturals. For more information, go to StraussNaturals.com. That's S-T-R-A-U-S-S, StraussNaturals.com. Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals heart drops over the past 20 years. Strauss heart drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that heart drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss heart drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. Strauss Heart Drops are safe, and Strauss guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking heart drops that have greatly improved their lives. Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. These products may not be right for you. 
Always read and follow the label. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, again, that's 800-238-9182. I like the Amadrosa Valley. This is no fun. Stop whining. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. Oops, I did it again. We're going to talk about Brittany. Okay, so look, really quick. Brittany, this is not a whole lot to talk about. Some interesting things. First of all, we have talked about it last week that she got released from her attorney. She's got a new attorney. Basically, she's cleaned just about everybody out except her one um, one individual is the what's what's the name of a conservator the lady that oh oh Jody Montgomery yeah is still there and and they're having issues whether or not her fifty thousand dollar a month security 
is worth it, and uh, it's breaking, Brittany. Fifty thousand a month. I, you know, I was thinking maybe five, ten thousand a month, but fifty thousand a month for security—that is crazy. That, it's twenty-four-seven. Absolutely, yeah, she but that's has crazy. To. But that's just nuts. That kind of money. You know, just think think about the individual that uh, that has that gig, right? But anyway, um, we're talking about Brittany and and her new lawyer, who's going to definitely come in and he says he's going to try to kick the father out as the conservator and, and the based- father's a conservator only over the person right right um the other person montgomery is the conservator over britney's estate so there's two separate well, describe people. what do you mean how are they different well um one handles all the financial side and the other uh, makes decisions related to britney and her person. i thought her dad so her dad has no financial um, no Okay, but he's getting paid though every month for. He gets paid for because he takes care of her other person, and ever since Brittany came in and kind of described what she contended was the abuse that she suffered um, at the hands of this conservatorship, if you will, um, she's had some freedom, so she got to drive. Again, for the first time in years. We're talking many years. She wasn't allowed to drive. According to her. This is according to her. So I'm, we haven't heard the other side. Come on. We've got to do both sides. Well, that's true. But that, it wasn't that, denied by the other side either. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so, saying you're probably right. But I'm yeah. just saying let's give the other side hasn't brought it up yet. But you're right. So there's some things. But go, what's the other thing that she said she wanted to do that's very interesting? She wants to go on a private island, right? Didn't she say that? Probably. No, she did. She said, I read about this. I was studying and, and they said, it, and I can't remember where it was, but that she wants to go on a private island and just just enjoy. And Cher stood, uh, stepped up and said, all right, I'll make it happen. I didn't know. I guess Cher and I looked it up uh, on the Internet. On you, It's on YouTube and you can read it. It's, Cher's got an island, a small island. She's got a killer looking place on an island. Well, you know, island. if you believe in life after love, I guess you can have a, uh, oh, a private gosh. island if you want. But, but the interesting thing is she says she wants to go to a private island. Remember when we did the Bill and Melinda Gates case? Yes. And um, and Melinda Gates, when it first broke that they were going to that they were divorcing, that they were splitting. Melinda Gates took off with uh, family members and went to a private island to get away from the press. Now, what did you say the security was for Britney Spears? What's the 50, cost? Fifty thousand a month. Fifty thousand a month. The private island that Melinda Gates secured was a hundred thousand a night. For so security? for just just for oh, rent for the rent. island. Wow. And so, look, if, if 50000 a month is breaking the bank for Britney Spears, you know, uh, great that Cher was able to pony up and let her go ahead and use her private island, but good heavens. Yeah, if that, you wanted that, to rent your own, that's going to drain the bank account that's like a po- That's like five cents out of your pocket, right? Well, that's yeah. equal, about equal. Look, if they'll take a two-party out-of-state post-dated check, I'll rent an island right now. Yes, that's well, true. Britney Spears' <laughs> detail was not that much. It was for Montgomery. So the person that is the conservator over the state and does the finances for Britney is being threatened by the free Britney people. Right. And that's why the security detail is 50000 in a month. And that's probably reasonable, to be candid with you. And it's not Brittany that was upset about that cost. It was her father, Jamie Spears, that's upset about the cost for the security detail. And that was kind of a uh, – yeah, kind of an interesting little thing because he doesn't have control over the estate. He has control over Brittany. So it's really interesting. And Brittany's new lawyer that she hired – 
is really aggressively trying to get rid of, of Jamie Spears and just right. get him out of it. Now, note, he's not petitioning to terminate the, the um, conservatorship. He's actually petitioning to remove Jamie Spears as conservator over. So put someone else as a conservator. So, so in other words, she needs a conservator steer, but not, not Dan. I, I don't know if she needs it, but one thing for sure, mm. she doesn't want an evaluation. And in, in this case, whether it is a voluntary conservatorship, which this was, or it was court enforced, the same issue to get out of the conservatorship. You have to prove that you have um, capacity right. and she'd have to have an evaluation and that's what Brittany does not want and that's why to date there's not been a petition to terminate I don't blame her yeah. and I could see why they're starting with removing Jamie Spears her father as the conservator because if he's the conservator over the person he would be the one first in line to object to her terminating the conservatorship without a mental health evaluation and as her father the question is whether or not he's emotionally compromised for whatever and those are all the arguments they can make and so the first step would be if you get dad out and bring in another conservator over the person who's a little bit more detached to maybe a neutral conservator as opposed to somebody that they believe might have some bias that's the first step toward actually being able to possibly end the conservatorship without a mental health evaluation but that probably will never happen if jamie spears remains in his position so that's the first person they got to get rid of whatever happened to Brittany's mom. She's just kind of out there. She's she doesn't she's I, I don't know. I, I just think Brittany's mom is more of a neutral. Just and doesn't just not involved. In yeah, this she's more of a neutral. But I mean, even she's getting bad, you know, publicity and stuff because they're seeing that she's complicit oh, in in gotcha. this conservatorship issue. But I mean, honestly, Brittany may need the conservatorship. Right. No, she you might. know she just might. But at the same time, um, I think that the control over the person was way too strict if it was in fact happening the way that Brittany said it was happening. So all I got to say is $200 million settlement, why it affects you out there in Radioland. We're going to talk about that when we come back. And uh, we appreciate you being here with us. Cal, take us out to our next break. Thank you. More Radio Law Talk is coming up. It's time for our bottom of the hour break where our affiliates sometimes take the opportunity to do some local news and other things. But we'll be back with the rest of Radio Law Talk after that, right here on your local radio station and, of course, streaming live at radiolawtalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack Car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. 
Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quick car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. Worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Ever. I mean at this time. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. Cal, we got to figure out how we put our kitty bumps in some competition in for radio. I'm sure there's like uh, bumps or something, uh, the winner of the best bumps or something like that. Or we could hold our own contest. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'll be the judge. There yeah, go. there you go. You got to pull. You. So, Todd, why is $20 million settlement important, or at least, I'm going to say not important, but of interest to our listeners? Well, $20 million would be paltry, but 200, 200 I mean, million. 200, yeah. You remember back in the day when you used to watch TV and there were only like three networks and then you had these cable channels come on, but there were only a few of them and you got to see these things called reruns. Reruns? Well, look, this is how people made their money. They, they, they'd be in a show, they'd either directing it or they'd be an actor in a show. Mostly it's the directors and the producers. They'd make their money on the back end. Not a whole lot up front when it's got the network run, but where they'd make their cash is – the money they would make in royalties in syndication when the reruns were played on network and cable. Well, now, uh, you know, you can't swing a dead cat around without hitting a cable outlet or some sort of outlet like Hulu, Netflix, Tubi. I mean, there's so many of them. And it used to be it used to be that the networks could not get a cut. They couldn't negotiate and get a cut of the syndication rights when the re- when the reruns were put out. But in the early 90s, that changed. Networks could now get a cut of the the rerun money, the syndication money. And when that happened, well, you've got the networks now negotiating directly with the outlets in syndication for these sweetheart deals that are not necessarily covered in the contracts with the directors and producers who were expecting to make money on the back end. They weren't in the contracts because you didn't have these online deals. How do you – look, I, I, I'm supposed to make money if it's played on network television or a cable channel, but what do we do about you – now you're running it on Hulu, and my contract doesn't cover for that. Well, Frank Darabond, 
He's uh, directed, directed Shawshank Redemption, several others. Um, he took AMC to task because he was not getting his back-end deals that he was supposed to get on the reruns for The Walking Dead and the other spinoffs. And it was an eight-year litigation battle. That's a lot of lawyer fees. Eight years, and it just settled for $200 million AMC agreed to pay Darabond. And we found out about it, not because of any big news that was put out and, you know, gets this $200 million settlement. There's probably all sorts of NDAs. But here's the thing. AMC is required to file with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, any significant financial dealings. And so this $200 million settlement had to be filed with the SEC. And some crack folks looked at that and said, oh, my. Wow. <laughs> and so we'll see if this starts the floodgates of other actors. We've covered this before, people feeling like they got the shaft because they were in a show in the 70s, the 80s, and the contracts did not take into consideration modern distribution via the Internet. But this will be interesting to see how it goes forward with the studios having to pony up and pay these folks that are entitled to their cash. Yeah, but one thing for sure, this was a settlement, so it's not a precedent it's just a settlement, but it will impact That's a lot right. of the cases. Look, it's not a, it's not doesn't set precedent. However, I will say that I don't believe AMC would be settling to the tune of two hundred million if they didn't think, oh my gosh, this from a liability standpoint, it could be a lot worse for us. And because it was made public by folks that saw the SEC filing, I think that other folks that feel like they have similar causes of action may be lining up using this case as the blueprint for their filing saying, hey, we want ours too. So we'll see how that goes. Gonna, I, th I wonder how this is all going to affect the big, you know, the Paramounts, the Paramounts, the, the big companies. Now that Netflix is making their own shows – you know who else is HBO? Who else is besides Netflix? It's Netflix, making... HBO, Paramount, Hulu, Hulu, Apple, everybody. Apple. They're yeah. all making their own shows now. Disney. So who's yeah? Disney. Who's gonna? They're gonna go ahead. But it's a combination. If you check out Netflix, for example, um, they. I have a friend of mine. I used to teach her. She was an acting student of mine, and she was just in a local low budget film that was filmed here in the Sacramento area. Premiered at Sundance this year, and now is in theaters. And and Netflix or uh, Amazon is picking it up. And what's happening is Netflix and all these places are actually going to these independent, these indie right. films and saying, look, we now have an outlet for you. It used to be that if you did an indie film, you had nowhere to show it because it wasn't going to be picked idea. up in the theaters. Right. Now the folks can go. You can make a film on your own. I've seen films made with iPhones. The cameras are so good. Yes. And they can edit them together and get really good quality stuff. And you have a shot of being able to sell it to Netflix, Hulu. And that's where it's going to be run. So they produce their own content. But they're providing an outlet for the indie folks. And Hollywood, right. now, let's be honest, it ain't no Steven Spielberg type film. No. I've seen some pretty cheesy films with some pretty big name actors. Hillary Swank won an Academy Award. I've seen her in two recently that are like, you know, you can say no to a role if it comes along. I'm sure you can afford it. But if you wanted to be in that one, have at it. That's crazy. So, um, yeah, but that's how it's going to change everything. It's just going to change and it, the way that the, the movies are made and everything. And what you're going to see is actors that have a lot of money 
in the bank from their, their, their career that still make money on the back end, they're going to start producing more smaller content. And maybe they'll be in it to drive up the popularity. Bruce Willis has been doing this for the last 10 years. He's in some low-budget film, but it's Bruce Willis. But social media, like YouTube, yeah. just doing a short on YouTube, you can make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. If you're popular and it hits a lot of views, you can make some shorts that you make good money on YouTube. Distribution was always the hitch and the giddy-up in the music industry and right. in the film and TV industry. And with the proliferation of the Internet, assuming it doesn't get regulated to the hilt over the next five years, um, look, that's just made the independent guys, uh, folks, a lot more valuable. They now have distribution. Right. So did, did you see that? my new TikTok? No. What okay. Is it? It's with Brenda again. She's a star. So you'll have to check that out. Are, are, are you TikTok on your Instagram? Your it's my second one. Oh my gosh! Denise TikTok. Denise Dirks has a has a production schedule for her thirty second TikTok videos of one every nine to eighteen months. Yes. At that rate, you know. Oh, I'm gonna look at it here. It oh, you did do a second one. Oh my gosh! It's just someone talking. It's your friend. Seventeen hundred and forty-four. Yeah, that's exactly right. Cal's like, can we move the show forward, please? Please. We've, we've, we've hit a slight. I had somebody look my, at it. My producers. Oh yeah, seventeen hundred and forty-four. No views. That's good. What is going on? <laughs> All right, let's talk about the most. Here we're talking about TikTok, and we got this major issue with Mississippi Supreme Court. Uh, whether or not they're going to overturn. A lot of the articles say, are they overturning Roe v. Wade? No, they're not. And let me tell you this, um, and this is why I say no, they're not. This is a variation of Roe v. Wade. They're going to, uh, it would be, I would call, if Mississippi wins, a tweak of Roe v. Wade. But what, what the situation is right now in Mississippi, uh, the law bans abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, and that's the Mississippi law, in, unless it's a medical emergency or severe uh Fetal abnormalities. Okay, so this is going to go to the United States Supreme Court um, and, and to determine whether or not this 15 weeks of pregnancy thing issue should stand or not. So well, to, to say it's going to completely overturn it, I don't agree with that. Everyone's saying that, but the question is how are they going to define this? Uh, but it's coming up to the Supreme Court, and, and Denise is going to talk about it in a second here. But that's what's going to be interesting is this is uh, now that we have the new I, they're going to say more conservative uh, courts. The question is, how are they going to look at this? So. Right. So Roe v. Wade, um, going back to that, it basically said a woman had a right to have an abortion if the, the fetus itself was not viable. Right. So that's the right. Good job. state's interest in the fetus was not as strong as the state's interest in the citizen, if you will, the, the mother that is a citizen or um, has the rights to privacy and the right to their integrity of their own body. Right. Right. So that's kind of where we're at. And what what Mississippi's trying to do is change that definition of viability right. to being 15 weeks instead after of 22 to weeks. 23. Yes. So it's, it's trying to shorten the viability um would lengthen the viability right. um, period so that um, abortions cannot be done after 15 weeks. Right, because what they did – go ahead. Sorry, I don't interrupt. I'll no, that's, that's exactly what I want to so do. So you nailed it. That's exactly right. So the, the issue is and what they're arguing is 22 to 23, 22 to 23 weeks is viability. 
what the possibility of living, but they're saying they at 15 weeks they're more they're human. They're more of a human look or factors. They have yeah. they have their nervous system yeah, yeah. developing, their All brains developing, right. and you right. know, uh, so for development versus viability. Right. We'll be back after this. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, West Virginia law and trans students. There's a lot of trans uh, student cases coming down. We'll be back. More Radio Law Talk is on the way right here, so stay tuned. We, uh, we have many, many items to work up in which to talk during our last segment, including quick takes. So you stay right there. We'll be back. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. 
All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Today, we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14. 31? I mean, 13? We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. At the school steps, we hug goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Boys are weird. This is Radio Law Talk. So there's been a lot of controversy about transgenders uh, being in sports, especially uh, men who um, um, change to women and uh, the issue of them competing in women's sports. There has not been any issues of women changing to men's sports and competing has been an issue because, uh, well, you think you figure it out. Um, well, it could be though, in, in like gymnastics. But, yeah, well, yeah, I did, yeah. You, you're you're right. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, do, but you know, some of those parallel bars and doing this rings, I, I, that's going to be difficult. Yeah, but, I, I, I don't yeah. see a lot of it, it. Look, we've all been told it's all about fairness and a person's ability to choose to compete in a sport consistent with their gender identity. Yet almost exclusively, it is those who have been born male wanting to compete as females. I have yet to see one of a person who is born female seeking to compete with the guys. Right. Um, so, and, yeah. and I would think from a statistics standpoint, there ought to be those folks out there that want to do that. If it's all about fairness and can competing consistent with your gender identity, and that's not happening. So take that for what you will, but so here's the question: We got uh, Olympics coming up, and we're going to po- pose a question, which I don't know the answer to. So, uh, as a lawyer, you've learned never ask a question you don't know the answer to. But, but the first, what's going on now is these federal courts, the state states are ch- are passing laws saying we're not allowing transgender men to the trans that that change to women to compete in women's sports, and the federal courts, and it's it's hitting everywhere, not everywhere, but a lot of places are saying you can't do that. And and that happened in it's happened in West Virginia and it's happened in um, um, also in Arkansas um, and a number of states. So what's happening is in uh, a federal court blocks a West Virginia law that uh, has an eleven year old uh, girl by the name of I can't remember the name. Um, but that girl wants to compete. She's a transgender from male to female and wants to compete in cross-country, and they're disallowing it under the 
uh, West Virginia law, and the federal court just held you cannot do that, that this transgender, 11-year-old transgender can go ahead and compete uh, in uh, her sport, which is cross-country, right? And so that's I – mean, there's not a whole lot more to say about that. There's, I mean, there's going to be more of this going on, but we're just talking about uh, – um, you know what what the latest is remember the uh, United States uh, Supreme Court recently did not take up a case that went to the fourth uh, district Court of Appeals uh, in the Fourth Circuit, which basically said the same thing right yeah and so the court and what that means is you what happens usually the United States Supreme Court wants to wait for everything to get ripe and and, and everything to kind of come together right just one time they kind of wait till it gets at its highest point and they say okay we'll take it up on on appeal to the supreme court and talk about it right so that's what they're doing as of now they're just letting the the appellate courts make that decision and the decision generally speak generally speaking i'm saying general is transgender uh are allowed to compete in a sport that they uh they they uh, what's the word i don't want to say believe they identify with yeah yes. their, their gender their, identity their gender, gender yeah, yeah. I, and I, there is there is the very first transgender woman competing in the Olympics. That's what I was wondering. Yes, her name is Laurel Hubbard, and she's from New Zealand. And isn't she a power lifter? Uh, no, she is a. Um, no, you're right. She is the she's, weightlifter. She's a weightlifter. Yes. She's a power lifter. And I'm looking at that, going, okay. So you've lived your entire life, for the most part, That's as a man. man. You have you have a bone structure and a muscle structure consistent with a man. You have now transitioned. You identify as a female, and you want to compete against females who have lived their entire lives with a bone structure and muscular structure as a female. There is uh, there's a difficulty there in terms of if if. You were on steroids to get that sort of bone structure and muscle structure. You'd test positive. You'd be out in a heartbeat. But now, and taking steroids is a choice. It's a choice for, for you to do. And, and now you've, you've chosen to transition from one to another. But the Olympic Committee has to look the other way and say, well, this is fair with that bone structure and muscular structure. Go ahead. Have at it. I, I well, we'll see it, if she it's wins. It's problematic. Well, yeah, we'll see well, if she wins. I don't think the issue is so much whether or not she wins because if she gets to compete, that just opens the door. And, and, and now you've set the precedent that you're going to allow this to happen absent some huge change, and it's going to be problematic. So. Well, I mean, it's, it is uh, – the problem is, is individually and specific uh, ways that the laws apply sometimes are not – don't – I'm not going to say the word not right, but don't, you know, it doesn't look right. Yet, if you look at the whole, we kind of have to keep it same across the board, right? That's what I'm kind of trying to say. I agree. You know? And it's not like any, it's not like any, right. any. Not that I'm for or against it. I'm just telling, that's the argument. It's not right? like anybody's saying that folks that are transitioning or that go from male to female, female to male, it's not that they're saying that they cannot compete. They just don't get to choose their division. That's the issue that people right. have with it. You can compete, you can compete all you want. But you want to compete – nobody's encroaching on that – but you want to determine the division that you compete in, and that's where some people are having Well, a lot, lot of it comes down to the following is some people have said, well, why don't you just have a different – your own category, that a transgender category. I've heard people say that. I don't know. Will it eventually go to the point where we don't have any male or female differentiation in these kind of events? I don't know. We We're don't, not going to have male-female powerlifting. We're just going to have powerlifting. Right. I mean, that right. seems like a possibility from a legal perspective. Yeah, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. It's, but, it's, but. it's really interesting because even the NCAA, they allow for the transgender athletes to compete. 
and um, uh, and they 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 tie it to after the person has had one year of of the therapy, you know the the hormone therapy, and so once they have one year of that down, then they can compete. And it's kind of strange because what they're not testing for testosterone, they're not testing for mm. these different hormones that are really the difference between a male and a female. Um, and for the most part. Right. And so I don't know what they're going to do. It's so it's unresolved. Yes. This is going to be something that's make lawyers money. That's what's, imp that's, that's what's important. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, making lawyers money. Well, so we're on that same topic in Arkansas. Um, well, there's a – maybe that was – that I was wrong. This is the one that uh, – is the 11-year-old, right? The mm -hmm. Arkansas. I was wrong. Yeah. It's not an 11-year-old in the, in the uh, West Virginia law. Uh, but uh, an 11-year-old uh, – a young woman wants to is that is this the one that they want to they want to do track or she what? wants to try it for the girls cross country cross country track that's teams. right yes. this is the one in Arkansas sorry I apologize I was getting the two mixed up but the West Virginia one is not um, it's not an eleven year old for I remember well the, the Arkansas one um, is that the eleven year no one? it's a health care issue the Arkansas one Arkansas was trying to deny oh you're right stop you're right eleven I was right huh Denise. I was 11-year-old was the West Virginia one. I was right. Go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, the, the Arkansas law stopped parents from getting transgendered treatment for their children. So they can't get – and anybody under the 18 cannot have the hormone replacements, cannot do anything, even though they identify as a certain gender. And that federal court in Arkansas has stayed that effect of the law. And what that means is it's, it can't be enforced at this time. So, Denise, so before was the law they could only with parent permission under 18? So that's yes? Yes. Okay, but now they can under age 18 without a parent's permission? That's what I don't know. I, I don't know if we know that or not. That's what I'm trying to figure out. No, it, it, currently you can get it. And um, it, it w how people are saying this case is that it really shows the importance of medical and insurance covering gotcha. uh, for the children when they need these kind of therapies. They, they, they call it a... What's the word? It's a uh, transition. Not the transition, but it's like a, not an emergency, but a healthcare uh, a necessity. necessity. Healthcare necessity. That's what they call it. Talk. Yes. I, I just think we're giving teenagers a bit too much leeway and credit for making wise and informed decisions. I had a friend of mine in high school that used to dress all in black. He shaved his eyebrows, shaved his head, had all this kind of stuff. And you know what? Now he's fine. But nothing got altered on his body. Well, we appreciate you being here with the Radio Law Talk. We are pushing our time so fast. It just, it's at the end. So you want to do quick takes, Cal? Now it is time for our last take of the day called a quick take. And uh, let's see. Let's start with you, Todd. You got yours? Transgender solution for athletes. Make two divisions, XXXY. We're done. All right, Mr. Penny, do you have a quick take for us here? Absolutely not. My quick take is I'm not ready for quick takes. Next next week, I'll, I'll enjoy it uh, by having a quick take. You'll have to do it twice next week. Yeah, what the heck? I wasn't ready. <laughs> Denise, what say you? Um, now I've seen everything. Even the walking dead are now multimillionaires. <laughs> yes. We'll be back next week, 9 to noon Pacific time. Thank you for joining us. I'm Frederick Penny. See you later. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
and $500 a month or more on gas and electric bills? Did you know by making a simple free phone call, you can save up to 25% on your bill every month? What could you do with a 25% savings on utility bills every month? Energy deregulation is now available in your state. Making one simple phone call will show you how we can lower your gas and electric bills instantly. With no changes to your bill and no enrollment fee. This is a free service. The only thing you'll notice is a lower bill every month. Call U.S. Power & Light right now. Learn how easy it is to lower your utility bills for your business and save money. We promise. So if you spend over $500 a month on your gas and electric bills, please call right now and unleash your savings. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. That's 800-941-3381. 